Welcome to IFA Talk, IFA Magazine's weekly podcast. IFA Talk is for professional investors only. Thank you. Thanks very much for joining us for the latest episode of IFA Talk, IFA Magazine's weekly podcast, where we talk to people who matter about the things that matter in the world of financial services. I'm Brandon Russell, online writer here at IFA Magazine, and joining me on the podcast this week is our editor, Sue Whitbread. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this month's special edition of IFA Talk. It's our mortgage and property special. Uh, and on the agenda this month is the situation in the, in the property market for first-time buyers. Uh, they're tough times, aren't they, for anyone uh, who's looking to buy a house at the moment with affordability and supply of suitable properties posing real challenges. But for, for, for first-time buyers, this is particularly acute. So Brandon and I thought this was a, a perfect topic for a podcast conversation. So I'm pleased to tell you that our guest this week is Jonathan Stinton. Uh, Jonathan is Head of Intermediary Relationships at Coventry Building Society. And he can tell us exactly what is going on with first-time buyers as Coventry Building Society has recently completed some detailed research into that market in the UK. So, Jonathan, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you very much for inviting me along and and to you, Brandon, as well. So, yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. Great. Well, can I just kick off then by asking you to introduce yourself, maybe telling us a little bit about Coventry Building Society for those listeners who may be not familiar with it. I can't imagine there are many, but... There, there, there'll be some, so I'm sure. So my role is with Coventry Building Society. I head up the intermediary relationships team. That includes business development managers, corporate account managers, our telephony, our initial contact centre and administration team. So all those lovely ladies and gentlemen that your listeners will be speaking to if they've got a new business inquiry, will try and answer their phone in less than a minute. Um, It's great working for Coventry Building Society. I've been there for 16 years now. Previously, I was a broker for six years. So hopefully I haven't forgotten too much about sort of the stresses and challenges (laughs) and, and, and great stuff that being a broker is all about as well. And, you know, as Coventry Building Society, we're the second biggest building society in the UK. First time buyers are a key part of our proposition and our offering. We're a top 10 lender. The vast, vast majority of the business that we actually do is from the intermediary channel. So it's in and around 93, 94% of all business that we write as a society is from mortgage brokers. So an incredibly important part of our acquisition strategy. You know, and it's really important for us to put out some really useful reports to help our broker partners navigate these tough times and hopefully spot some opportunities as well. Interesting. Certainly is a major chunk of your business, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, well, Jonathan, it's great to talk to you today. As you mentioned, and obviously you talked through there, uh, we were really interested in the recent research that you've produced. Uh, could you share your views on what the current first-time buyer landscape looks like? Yes, brother. Thanks. Um, yeah. Market conditions for first-time buyers have changed significantly since 2022. We've obviously seen record uh, inflation last year, sort of peaking above 11%. We've also got the rise in cost of living challenges that are impacting everybody as well as first-time buyers. There are challenges within the rental market as well, which unfortunately leads through to potentially increased rents for first-time buyers. So it is a tougher borrowing environment for buyers. Rightly so, the Bank of England have responded 
to inflation, inflationary pressures by increasing the base rate. Now we've seen 14 successive base rate increases, and that's brought a 15 year high of five and a quarter percent. Again, you know, the increased interest rates have led to a slowdown in the market. You know, our report is suggesting that first time buyer loans are expected to drop by in and around 24 percent, about 286,000 in 2023. We've got that. We've still got, you know, house prices have been increasing year on year. We've got some different numbers that are starting to come through now, but you know, Halifax with our house price index, that indicates that the average UK house is about 6.7 times salary as of August of this year. So that drags on to massive affordability concerns for first-time buyers, and that's likely to continue for the months ahead. So there is a slow in housing market. We've started to see a bit of a fall in house prices, but wage inflation is now starting to increase. So hopefully that will try and ease the pressure a little bit. But again, it's still tough times for first-time buyers, and we're expected to see average loans for first-time buyers falling in and around £195,000, which is £39,000 less than this time last year. There are some positive shoots, though, for first-time buyers. You know, our research, this is the second time we've commissioned this report, our research has shown that the average age of first-time buyers, it's only risen by one year. Now, I say only, it's now risen to the average age is 34 instead of 33, which is the number that was reported back in 2022. But even with the uh, increased living costs, you know, the average time to save hasn't really changed since last year. It's still in the region of three to four years uh, for first-time buyers to save for the first for the first deposit, albeit there are other elements that will filter into that like family gifts and family loans. That's terrifying, isn't it? The 6.7 times salary multiple. It's, affordability really is quite difficult. Uh, as you say there, Jonathan, I, I might ask you now to look ahead then. Obviously, the situation has been so difficult this last couple of years for first-time buyers and, and anyone looking to take out a mortgage. I wonder what you think is in store down the line then for that first-time buyer market into 2024 and beyond. Is there light at the end of the tunnel? Are we reverting back to the norm? You know, the last 15 years has been artificially low interest rates, hasn't it? And we're kind of reverting back to me as an oldie, the kind of rates that I would use, I'm used to seeing. Uh, are we going there? What, what really is in store for the market? I think there are. Uh, green shoots ahead for first-time buyers. You know, I think if we take a step back, it's understandable that first-time buyers are perhaps a little bit reluctant to do anything with their onward purchase. You know, people still need to buy properties. People still want to spread their wings and have their own place and settle down and have roots. I think first-time buyers are probably in a bit of a deflationary mindset right now, where they see. House prices, there's lots of conversation around house prices. There's lots of conversation around interest rates. I think if we have a period of stability, we'll start to see first-time buyers sort of come come to the conclusion that these are normal rates and now is the time to enter. And the cost of entry is whatever the rates that are on offer. So you know, I do think we'll start to see things improving. You know, Our research certainly suggests that there will be a confidence that will start to return to the first-time buyer market and the property market overall. You know, we've had two 
uh, Bank of England base rate meetings where there haven't been any changes at all. We've got the autumn statement coming up on the 22nd of November. Again, <clears throat> is there going to be anything in there that's potentially going to help with first-time buyers? But you know, the, the research that we've conducted, we can see that you know, we're expecting circa 330,000 first-time buyer transactions in 2024. And the research is also suggesting that average loan sizes are going to increase, albeit marginally, in 2025 by around about 3%, around £202,000. And we are starting to see with the research that you know, mortgage lending to first-time buyers is going to start to take a, an uptick. You know, 65.3 billion in 2024, increasing to 71 billion in 2025. You know, in summary, I think Bank of England base rate once it starts to continue that stabilisation, and if we start to see rates creep creeping down, you know, lenders. The difference between today and perhaps 2007, 2008 is there's lots of liquidity in the market. Banks and building societies are incredibly stable. There are funds to be lent. There are uh, uh, options and you know, there are some private uh, private schemes available. Will the government reintroduce a government-backed scheme? It's possible. So I think there's, you know, there's reasons to be optimistic, but again, it's one of those scenarios where I would absolutely advise all your all your listeners keep keep an eye out for the opportunities because they will be there, but they just might be a little bit more difficult to spot and they see them previous years. Well, that's good to hear that that gives us a glimmer of hope too, uh, particularly as for first time buyers, which underpins the whole of the property market, doesn't it? If they aren't active in the market, then the whole chain there on upwards starts to flounder. So if we can see some steady, albeit slow growth, then that has to be a good thing. Absolutely. They're, you know, they're so important to the function of a healthy mortgage market. They really are the catalyst that will drive other transactions throughout the chain. So, yeah. It's a very, very important segment, and us as a, us as a building society, we've made some really strong improvements and really strong enhancements to our first-time buyer offering over the last twelve months or so. And you know, we, we're not alone. There are other lenders that are doing similar things. So it's certainly within our interest to help people buy and purchase on the property ladder, get their first steps into home ownership. You know, and I know you know. When you read the press, there's lots of government incentives to do that as well. You are listening to IFA Talk, IFA Magazine's weekly podcast. Subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts to be notified as soon as a new episode becomes available. And follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter and Instagram at IFA Magazine. Uh, unfortunately, Jonathan, we are coming towards the end of today's conversation, as flown by, as, as we said it would. Um, just to finish, how can mortgage brokers really add value for first-time buyers? Is it just about getting them the best and most competitive mortgage deal? That's an element of it, Brandon. Um, price is only one, uh, one spoke in the wheel. What's really important for brokers is to help them through that overall journey. Our research has told us that there are quite a lot of first-time buyers that don't actually understand the other costs that are associated with purchasing a property, such as legal fees, such as stamp duty fees. It's really important that first-time buyers get that valuable advice. Our research is telling us that 92% of the first-time buyers that we have surveyed have used the broker. But worryingly, we have seen quite a large proportion 
of first-time buyers seeking advice initially from friends and family before speaking via broker. So our number came in around 44%. It's understandable first-time buyers are going to want to speak to friends and family. But again, to really fully understand the implications, brokers are in the prime position there, the ones that are dealing with first-time buyers and uh, mortgage holders day in, day out. They understand the intricacies of buying a property. So it's really important that uh, first-time buyers do speak to a broker. And the really uh, and the, the really good element of it is 96% of the first-time buyers we surveyed absolutely believe that getting advice from a broker was really important, as opposed to 90% from 2022. So again, don't underestimate the value that uh, brokers will actually bring to the conversation. And again, my advice to any first-time buyer uh, would be go and speak to a broker, understand what's available on the market. Price is important, but it's not the only factor. There are lots of other things to consider. You know, flexibility, overpayments, term, lots of different elements that they need to think about. Mm, interesting, interesting. Jonathan, as Brandon said, we've, we've pretty much run out of time. All I can do is to, to thank you very much for sharing some of those insights with us and with our listeners today. Um, I will strongly recommend that listeners tune in and actually with the show notes, you'll get the link to that research and you can have a look at it for yourself. Uh, it's encouraging to hear that there are little glimmers of hope and oh, gosh, I for one really hope that that, that materialises and that we can see things made a little bit easier for younger people in the UK these days. Uh, but thank you for joining us today. It's really great to have you on the podcast and hopefully you'll join us again sometime. Thank you for inviting me. I really appreciate the opportunity to speak to your listeners as well. So thank you very much. IFA Talk is for investment professionals only. All material has been carefully checked for accuracy, but no responsibility can be accepted for inaccuracies. Whatever appropriate, independent research and whatever necessary legal advice should be sought before acting on any information contained in this podcast. And value of investments and income from them can go down as well as up. You may not get back the amount you originally invested.